Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with singer-songwriter, conductor, and composer Karen Maroli. Hey, Karen. Hi there. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm glad to be talking with you tonight. Me too, because I want to congratulate you on the success of your hit CD, Twilight Songs. Oh, well, thank you very much. All the songs are beautiful, and the way that you compose and sing with them, it's wonderful. I wanted to um, be able to start to document some of my guitar songs. I have written previously a lot of piano music and figured out a way to record that and document that. And so I really wanted this time around to start to document some of the guitar songs, which have a very different voice uh, than the piano music, as one could probably figure out pretty quickly. Um, so it started out with the idea of wanting to record one song really well with someone that knew what they were doing. So I went to Frogville uh, Studio here in Santa Fe and worked with uh, Bill Palmer, and it quickly turned out that it went from one song to four songs, uh, all guitar song with piano in it, started to add the cello arrangements in and the overdubs of the songs, uh, of the um, background vocals, I should say. So it's one of these things that started out as one song and just grew into a complete work. Uh, and I'm really glad that these uh, songs exist. It's just so wonderful to hear them and just have them out in the world. You know, it's like, it's like birthing a baby in a way um, and having them come out there. So I'm, I'm really uh, proud of it and, and excited about it as you should be. Well, I listened, obviously I listened to all the songs on the EP and watched all the videos, which are also lovely by the way. <laughs> and my favorite song is Sanctuary. Thank you very much. I love that song as well. I had a feeling about it as soon as I started writing it, so. It reminds me of the Painted Hills in Central Oregon, at least the video does. So tell me, I'm assuming it was filmed near where you live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. What's the backstory behind the song and the making of the wonderful video? Well, uh, the backstory of the song is actually another part of the backstory behind the whole EP. Uh, there's a line in it that says, uh, you're just a twilight song. Um, and I took that and made it into the title of the EP because all four of these, well, three of the songs, not so much the fourth, are very much an example of the way that songwriting can somehow just come out of the ether. Uh, and you're not really sure where it came from, but maybe at a certain point later, you start to say, oh, I understand what that song's about. And this is definitely one of those songs uh, where it's, it's sort of like your better angels come and bring you something that you weren't, you feel like you didn't have a, a, a place in, which I'm sure a lot of songwriters say, they feel like they're <clears throat> kind of co-creating. Um, so as far as the video goes, um, I really wanted something that was a little bit more impressionistic, I guess. Uh, I did it all myself. I, I like to take pictures as well as the 300 other things that I do for my professional life. And New Mexico makes it really, really easy to take great pictures. You don't even have to be smart. You don't have to know anything about um, taking pictures. It just, everything comes out beautifully. Uh, so the video was actually shot uh, about an hour away from Santa Fe in a place called Abiquiu, New Mexico at Ghost Ranch, which some people might realize is 
where uh, Georgia O'Keeffe spent a lot of her uh, time after she came out to New Mexico and she actually has a house out there and you'll see in the video the flat topped uh, mountain of Pedernal uh, that she painted over and over again. So the whole area has an artistic vibe about it and a spirituality that I just thought would be a fantastic backdrop. And uh, I basically put my video camera on a tripod and decided to run barefoot around uh, the hiking trails of Ghost Ranch uh, in Abiquiu, New Mexico, which was uh, very entertaining to say the least. So yeah, um, but I, I really do. Uh, I love that song and it has this idea of um, somebody out there in the world that just makes it a better place um, just by being there, just by their existence. That's basically what it's about. No wonder I was drawn to it. <laughs> In addition to being a terrific singer-songwriter, you're also a classically trained composer and conductor. Yes. So now we, we need to know your music backstory too. Well, um, my music backstory, I guess, is that I have sung all of my life. Um, I wrote my first song when I was 12. Um, so I was engaged in all of these musical pursuits, much to the sort of chagrin of my parents, I think. Uh, and then uh, when I went off to college, I went to Westminster Choir College, uh, and then much later studied at uh, Louisiana State University. Uh, and I was involved in a lot of classical music, choral music. Um, things are falling out of my ear, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> little levity. Um, <clears throat> so, I very much involved in choral music and classical music in those places and uh, became engrossed in classical composition and didn't write songs really after that and didn't do a whole lot of writing um, until, again, until I came out to New Mexico. Uh, so all this time had passed. I was getting my education. I was learning to be a conductor, drawn to conducting, um, did a few uh, little choral arrangements and things like that. But I came out to New Mexico and it was like, boom, it was uh, an entry point. The Southwest is, is like an entry point for many artists. And I felt like um, that happened for me. All of a sudden, when I came out here, I started composing and uh, composing in all kinds of genres and the songwriting came back, something that I did when I was 14 years old and ended up um, writing a lot of songs that came out of one particularly difficult emotional experience. That was, that was kind of the genesis of it. And now it has just taken off into this, this wonderful way of communicating. Well, I'm so glad you moved to New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your work as the director of choral ministries at the United Church of Santa Fe in New Mexico, and you also have a choral works publishing business. Yes. Um, so the uh, the United Church of Santa Fe was actually what drew me out to New Mexico as I was completing my doctorate. Um, <clears throat> they were looking for a choral director, and I was immediately drawn to this church, the staff at the church, uh, and it's one of these places where one of the uh, folks that goes there says, no matter how different you are, you are, you fit in here, you're welcome here. Uh, so it's, it's that kind of environment. It's very exciting. Uh, it's very affirming uh, to everyone who is there, um, regardless of your background. Uh, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful place to work. And it's a wonderful place to be a choral director um, because I just love to work with amateurs. Uh, and I love teaching people. I love uh, connecting people with music on a deeper level, and especially uh, in a 
a worship environment, um, that's a wonderful place to do that. You're giving someone something spiritually that they really need. Um, and I also direct uh, several other groups, uh, the Zia Singers, which is a women's group, uh, Santa Fe Men's Camarada, which is obviously a men's group, and the Cantu Spiritus Chamber Choir. Um, so I'm very, very busy with, with conducting out here in New Mexico. Um, as far as the publishing business goes, uh, I was actually inspired by the person that I wrote my dissertation on, was Michael McGlynn. He's an Irish composer, uh, and he uh, actually does digital sales of PDFs and things like that on his website. So I thought, what a wonderful business model for the modern age. So that's what I started to do. And I have actually um, sold some things to choral directors um, in various places around the country of um, my own works that I'm just publishing myself. Uh, and then I also have other choral works that are published through Morningstar Music. Wow, do you ever sleep? I mean, it seems like you're busy. <laughs> You know, people ask me that all the time. I don't know why. Yes, occasionally I do sleep, but I, I am, and I like to be busy. You know, I just, I always feel like I need a project or something like that going on. I feel like it's a comedy, but it goes, I'm going to say, and then there's more because you also <laughs> publish a blog about your work and your musical projects. And a lot of people think about publishing a blog and they don't. So why don't you tell us? How does that fit into your music promotion? And do you think it helps you reach a wider audience? Mm. Well, um, I think what it actually helps is um, for people to gain a deeper understanding of, A, me, because uh, a lot of times people are very curious about me, especially uh, from my conducting realm. Um, and, and, you know, everybody's always curious about the conductor. Um, and, but also why um, the pieces or the songs were written. I've done a lot of writing about, uh, I wrote a desert mass and I wrote my way through that, just explaining to people uh, what was going on in the mass in the different songs. Um, for example, I have a song called Beulah Land. Uh, and you might not understand what that song is about unless you have spent time in the desert um, and have seen all of these wonderful red rocks that you see in the sanctuary video. And the idea that these things were formed over thousands of years over storms, basically weathering storms. And it's the same way that we're formed. So the idea of that song is um, talking about a oneness with the land, the way the land gets formed, the way that we're formed. Um, and if it can stand there and look very different um, than what you might typically think is beauty, we all do the same thing and it's because of what we've been through. So I wrote about that. Um, it gives you a deeper understanding just of, of what the song is about. So I think it really helps with that kind of understanding. I feel like Twitter, I must say, has so far been my best point of expanding my outreach. I always tell people Twitter changed my life too and we met oh, on Twitter. Uh -huh. So yes. <laughs> As you know, Amuse Now is about artists helping artists, so I'd love to have your advice on what you'd have to say to other multi-genre artists who are into multiple types of music and activities that support musicians. Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest thing, and this may sound uh, a little bit odd or out of context, um, but because the multi-genre-ness of me is that I'm a classical musician and a conductor on one side and then doing all of these various sorts of genres, folk um, or pop or whatever you want to call it, alternative on the other side, is that as a classical musician, 
And especially as a woman, uh, I think there are very important messages that need to be sent to women um, in the field. We, it's seen that we need to look like we can fill a role um, and that you need to be seen as very powerful and that you need to be seen as in a certain box, sort of. And when one steps into this other arena of songwriting and um, sometimes straddling a piano bench, as I sometimes do, or um, it, just being very vulnerable in those intimate songs, um, it could be very easy to be afraid of feeling like one is losing one's power when actually your vulnerability is your strength. And I think that's a very important thing for people to remember. Um, so my big piece of advice is just to be brave and to own every single arena that you're in and not feel like you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Wow, that is amazing. I think it's really important for people to own it. Everybody says to be real, but I mean, if you're doing it, do it to the best of your ability, basically, and be proud. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Uh, mine is, you know, I feel like authenticity is so important. And I feel like we all need to go deep or go home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> With all that said, what is up next for Karen Maroli? Oh, that is such a great question. Um, I just come off of such a busy season. So I'm hoping that sleep or hiking or something like that is up next. Uh, but uh, I'm really interested in, because I'm me and I need to work all the time, in doing some more recording. Um, I love to explore self-recording, but I also found that this really wonderful engineer here in Santa Fe, his name is Bill Palmer, um, who I mentioned before, who, who records a lot of the big acts um, here in Santa Fe. Um, so I would love to do some more work either independently or with him um, on some different genres. Um, exploring different areas than maybe just the acoustic genre. Uh, and there's another song on the EP called Rain uh, that I started doing a video for and um, didn't finish because everything got really topsy-turvy uh, in my professional performing life. But I really want to get back to that and put out a second video because um, I've gotten a lot of really good feedback on the first one. Besides just me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> well, I hope someday to be able to see you live. Do you actually tour with some of your more alternative singer-songwriter songs? Um, I do some playing out around here uh, in Santa Fe, and I would love to figure out how to do some sort of a house tour uh, or something like that, or to um, find maybe some smaller venues. So maybe even, you know, over the summer or into the fall, um, something like that might crop up. Um, but I haven't done any real touring as of yet. Karen, I just wish you all the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I had a wonderful time getting to know you today, and please keep in touch. You have so many projects, I would love to help you share them and tell the world all about them anytime. Well, thank you so much. It's been really great talking to you um, today and really great working with you. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about AmuseNow, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon at amusenow.com.